Good night, humans. What's a good word? It is the biggest time of the year for a wrestling fan, but I'm joined by one. Fruity is Alex. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's WrestleMania. So, so um, I'm going to need a second to recover my throat there, but I will yeah. say this past week or so, I've decided... Like, oh, I can't be fucked, like, binge-watching TV shows or anything like that. So I've been binge-watching instead. Ooh. Instead of actual television shows, I've been binge-watching every Raw and pay-per-view from 1996. 96? The new gen? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I feel like some new gen, and I feel like watching that weird sort of part of the new gen where it's like... It's still super cartoony, but, you know, Razor and Diesel are still there, but they're bringing in Austin. They're bringing in Mankind. I want to see that weird transitional thing. And my God, I've yeah. watched In Your House 7, The Ultimate Warrior versus Goldust, and it is the most ridiculous match you'll ever see. It goes about 10 minutes. And um, there's one bump in that entire match. There's one move. And most of it is just the ultimate warrior sitting in the middle of the ring on Marlena's director's chair, smoking a cigar. Okay. <laughs> so and Goldust in 96 might be... My favorite wrestling character of all time. He Ooh. does this in ring promo segment. I know this is just something I need to get off my chest because it's invested my week. Um, <laughs> Even more and, so than Australian Survivor? No, no, we had a. Uh, actually, no, I'm not even going to pretend that I was utterly thrilled with the finale, but it was all right. <laughs> but it was okay. We've had worse. Like, it was all right. L last season sucked. Uh, this season was great until, like, you know, I, there was people I'd rather have had in the final three. But anyway, um, there's this promo segment where Goldust, uh, The Undertaker's in the ring, yeah. and then Goldust comes out. And Goldust is just hitting on The Undertaker, and it's the best thing I've ever seen. He's like, hmm. Your cologne smells amazing. What is that? Embalming fluid number five. And then he says to Undertaker, mm, do you know what rigor mortis is? It's a stiffening of the... And then the Undertaker <laughs> chokes him. <laughs> it's the best. And then Mankind out of nowhere comes out, puts a mandible claw on Taker... And then Goldust starts bloody grinding on top of the Undertaker. <laughs> it's the best. Like, yeah, and, it does it doesn't age great, but it's fucking riveting television. And this is pre-attitude era. <laughs> <coughs> the very yeah, early stages, I guess you could say. <laughs> I will a hundred percent say that like Goldust was Probably the dawning of the Attitude Era. <laughs> and um, 
Also, there was this weird gimmick with Diesel just before he left, where he was basically a tweener that hit his finisher on everyone, and and he tried to feud with Vince McMahon. And I'm like, holy shit, was Diesel going to be Stone Cold? Okay, I do not remember that from history. Yeah, exactly. It was like two weeks, and then he was gone to WCW. But yeah, it was either like... Kevin Nash is like, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't care, I'm doing what I want now. <laughs> what an odd world that'd be. I mean, that sort of lines up with um, Diesel and Sean. Yeah. I mean, you could have done Diesel and Sean in 97, the screw job. Dude. Yeah, and like, Vader's come in and they're clearly setting up Vader to be the world champ. <laughs> But as we all know, it doesn't happen. But, yeah, it's... And, like, Warriors come in, and they're clearly setting Warrior up to be, like, Vader's first world title contender. Yeah, was Warrior on this um, Brock schedule at this time? Yeah, like, he was beating everyone. But, like, he was, like... He was still wrestling on Raw, but he, like... It was, like, very sporadic. Yeah. And this was around the time he ended up getting released because he no-showed some house shows. Oh. Uh, so it sort of, like, never eventuated. But, yeah, according to Bruce Pritchard, the plan was Vader was going to win the title at Survivor Series, and then the next pay-per-view was going to be Vader versus Warrior for the title. And then Vader drops the belt at the Rumble to Sean. And then they were going to do Sean versus Brett again at WrestleMania 13. <laughs> and it's just like all these things that could have happened are just really curious to me. Oh, like, and also I'm at the point where like it's post um, curtain call and Triple H is getting punished. <laughs> and like Triple H is just coming out on TV and losing the spark plug Bob Holly. Sparky. <laughs> yeah, old Sparky plug. He's losing to everyone. He's losing to... Oh, there's a feud with Jake Roberts and Jerry Lawler where Jerry Lawler's just constantly calling Jake a druggie. <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, uh, what would happen in, what, three years' time at Heroes of Wrestling? I mean... Yeah, and this is where, like, Jake Roberts is a born-again Christian. <laughs> Poor Jake. And his snake is no longer Damien. It's Revelations because of the Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, anyway, 96 is a really fun time to watch because main reason, one-hour Raws are pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a novel concept <laughs> for a TV show, Ring of Honor. Yeah, oh, well, it's... Well, in 2023, we do have one-hour wrestling shows, but are they worth watching? <laughs> okay, let's see. Raw? No. NXT? No. Uh, Dynamites? No. So then we go to Thursday, which is Impact and Ring of Honor, both of which are two hours. Friday is SmackDown, which is two hours. And then Rampage, which is an hour and sometimes gets delayed because of basketball till like 11 p.m. Eastern American time. Yeah, I mean... If, Rampage is if the only Rampage, major one, an if, hour. Yeah, and 
that's pretty much what my entire shot was at. <laughs> um, but like, if Rampage isn't on immediately after SmackDown, I'm not watching it. Like, I have like this three hour window where I give a fuck about wrestling on my Saturday. And <laughs> if Rampage doesn't fit into that three hour window, bad luck. I'm not watching this week. Yeah, I can see why you, you're caring more about the uh, the footy now, how Carlton's going. <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, hey, we've both got to be pretty happy at the moment, right? Oh, uh, yeah, just you wait until Saturday when uh, Eston chokes and I never hear the end of it from my father. <laughs> yeah, who have you guys got? St Kilda. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Papa Thunder loves his, um, loves his Saners. Oh, yeah, it was unbearable to watch the uh, drawn grand final. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy times. Um, the power yeah. went out of Gabber again, third time yep. in four years. Yep, gong, take it came out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, he would have competed up the highway in Brisbane at the <laughs> entertainment centre. No, it was AFL Presents. The Mountain Dew pitch black match. <laughs> I'm surprised more Aussie wrestling fans didn't get on that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, just I needed more fluorescent lighting. But anyway, <laughs> it was it was like a bright white entrance once the lights went out and everyone started putting on their torch uh, <laughs> torches on their phone. <laughs> to be fair, like if I still played footy, I would love to play a game in just like pure darkness. Uh. It would be so fun. <laughs> Plus, I, I, I can be like, oh, yeah, did you see it when I sold that candy and I just, like, went on a 20-metre sprint with the ball and no one could touch me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it happened, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Should we get down to uh, wrestling then? Yes, and quickly, on the subject of footy, good luck to listener of the show, Ryan Clawsey, the new Rutherglen 2's coach on the first round this weekend. Ooh. <laughs> yes, sir. Many local footies starting this weekend, uh, tomorrow, yeah. Saturday. Yes, and I hope, Ryan, that you're not you're not too banged up for WrestleMania on Sunday. Why we got a watch party at your place? Yep, my place. Chris, you reckon you'll be able to make it on time? <laughs> <laughs> One year, brother. One year. <laughs> One year. Okay. Um, yes. Good luck to the old local footy teams. Okay. Where do you want to start? Supercard of Honor or Multiverse United? Because I'm guessing these will be two pretty quick rundowns and then we'll get over to the WWE stuff. Well, actually, let's start with Multiverse United because I need to pull up a picture of the new Ring of Honor title to show you first. Okay. Uh, ooh, new Ring of Honor title, he says. Okay, uh, so we go to Multiverse United. This is Impact at New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong co-presenting this pay-per-view. Subtitled, Only the Strong Survive. <laughs> yeah, somebody's been listening to Fugs. <laughs> coming well, soon. After yeah, coming out. soon. Oh, my God. I've been working on it, too. Woo, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, announced matches here for the pre-show sees Yuya Yiramura versus Gabriel Kidd. And then... The replacement for Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey will be Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, and surprisingly, like, 
this won't be Tanahashi's first Impact match. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Why'd you have to immediately bring that up? He was um, part of the TNA World X Cup, I think it was, in like 05. Okay. Yeah, have a quick look now because you've mentioned that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I could be wrong on the exact thing he was a part of, but I know that he's wrestled in TNA. Uh, he wrestled at Final Revolutions. Where he was defeated by AJ Styles, also had a match against Roderick Strong that was taped for Explosion. Uh, that was in 2006. In 2008, he returned, lost a tag team match where he teamed with Bolador Jr. against the Guns. Wow. After the match, they were betrayed by Sheikh Abdul Bashir. Wow. <laughs> uh, Tanahashi teamed with Bolador again. In a four-way ladder match that included Beer Money, Team 3D, and Matt Morgan and Abyss. Uh, oh, number one contenders for Beer Money, sorry. They took on Team 3D, Matt Morgan and Abyss, and LAX. That was on the November 6th episode of Impact in 2008. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, then at Turning Point, Tanahashi participated in a 10-man X-Division seeding match where he came out fourth. And at that point, he's already, like, a New Japan, like, main eventer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, that... and his X-Division in TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love. I don't think Naito went to Impact. I'm pretty sure Naito just went to no. CML. No, no, no. Him and um, Yujiro, when they were a tag team. Oh, God, yes. Um. Team oh, No Limits. Intentions. No Limits. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a tag match on Impact at some point on t- in TNA. I oh, remember that. I forgot about No Limits. Yeah. Oh, we've got to do a deep dive one day on Impact, on uh, New Japan wrestlers in Impact just as a special one-off episode. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, speaking of people that are doing deep dives into... TNA, did you say uh, OSW's announcement of their new story arc? Yes. Uh, <laughs> respect. <laughs> I'm very keen for this uh, main event mafia sto- story arc that OSW are doing. I don't care that we're plugging another podcast. Without OSW, we probably wouldn't be doing what we're doing. No, uh, episode one's already dropped for the patrons. Oh, I shit. Say. It's good. <laughs> okay, uh, back to matters at hand for Impactor. We see Jeff Cobb taking on Moose. 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 Moose is somebody who I'd say AEW needs to sign, but at the same time, if they sign him, he's just going to be on dark. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. They've got too many guys there at the moment and too many guys for Ring of Honor which is why Ring of Honor is two hours. If they sign him, they'll use him in nine months' time when QT Marshall replaces Hobbs with Moose. That's my prediction. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably the role they would put him in. Hmm. Yeah. Who's going to have the better match, the North American Fireway match or the 
Impact X Division six-way scramble match. Ooh. So we see in this match, Trey Miguel, the defending champ against Clark Connors, Frankie mm-hmm. Kazarian, Good. Kevin Knight, okay. Rich, Rich Swan, and Rocky Romero. That seems like a bit of a slap fest. I love it. That match will slap hard. Yeah, well, speaking about matches that slap hard, we have a singles match for the Strong Openweight Championship where Kenta will take on Minoru Suzuki. Imagine in 2005 being told, in 2023, Kenta and Minoru Suzuki are going to be wrestling each other on a TNA show. You mean the guy from Noah and the guy from Pancrase? Mm. <laughs> well, I suppose Pancrase does have a pretty strong connection to Impact given their first champion. Yes, yes, very <laughs> true. Man, what bring pro- back Pancras. Fuck. <laughs> I love that style. Okay. Uh, we see Bullet Club in a four-way uh, tag team match for the Impact Tag Titles. That's Ace Austin, Chris Bay, the champs, defending against Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Shelly and Saban versus Cam DK's Shane Haste and Badu Tito. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if an Aussie team gets it, it's not going to be Cam DK. No, it's interesting that it's Bad Dude Tito. As far of Mikey. As, yeah, as far as I know, Mikey's not injured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he's just like, nah, fuck TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No, nah, Aussies love TNA. Yeah. Australians love TNA. So, you, I don't do know. Do you remember in, oh, what was it, 08? I think it was when they had those tryouts in the Sydney yeah. Square. Yeah, and Cracker Jack tried out. Mm. Oh, man, we were There's so close. There's still the interview with Cracker Jack online on YouTube about it. We were so close to getting Cracker Jack versus Abyss. Barbed wire cricket bat versus... Uh, Janice. Crackers was retired when he was doing those WSW tours, wasn't wasn't yeah. um Crackers. So Abyss was doing the tours and Crackers was retired. Yep. Fuck. Yep. We yeah. oh man, Crackers versus Abyss back in the day. That would have been nuts. Uh, uh so we have an eight man tag team match before the two co main events that so we'll see Alex Coglin, Sammy Callahan. Fred Rosser and PCO versus Eddie Edwards, Joe Hendry, and the members of Team Filthy, that's Tom Lawler and J.R. Kratos. All right. S- since PCO's brought up. Yeah. 96 Raw. He's still fucking... He wrestles exactly the same, by the way. <laughs> He's st- it's like... Oh, I'm having a random match against fucking Hakushi on Raw, and bang, I'll do a moonsault to the outside. Uh, 96 PCO, eye patch? Uh, th- this was eye patch, yeah. This was <laughs> Pierre Carl Ouellet at the time. He was the pirate who um had a brief feud with Bret Hart because he stole Bret Hart's jacket. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that plunder, man. That plunder. Uh, what do pirates do? They steal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a four-way match where the winner will be added to the Impact 
Knockouts World Championship match at Rebellion. Sorry, it gonna... only just clicked that you just made a Rupert reference. Yeah, good <laughs> shit. Uh, so <gasps> who voted for me? <laughs> so the Impact Knockouts title match at Rebellion will see Mickey James, the champion, versus Jordan Grace versus the winner of this match that is Diana Prazo, Giselle Shaw, Masa Slamovich, and Mayu Yamashita. Ooh. I, yeah. I have no idea who Mayu Yamashita is, but I've heard that name a lot. So they're with Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, surprised to see them here on Impact and not the Ring of Honor show, given AEW's connection to uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, but okay. Yeah, Better and both. Tokyo Joshi Pro is the one that's on Wrestle Universe, I believe. Yeah, it's all under that DDT Noah um umbrella yeah and this is uh primarily um new japan impact show so that's interesting yeah it's interesting it's not a uh a stardom woman taking part in this show given new japan and uh stardom's relationship yeah come on give us mercedes monet versus diana for fuck's sake Actually, <laughs> speaking of Mercedes, just for a quick moment, her match got announced for Sakura Genesis. It's now a three-way. It'll be Mercedes Monet versus AZM that we mentioned recently on a wrap versus ha- Hazuki. Yeah, Rio Rio Hazuki. Yeah, I'm not familiar with either of the two women. I just know they're uh, from Stardom. Yeah, Stardom, unfortunately, one of those promotions I don't get to watch too much of no i've heard amazing things about it it's just yeah yeah, finding time and match number nine here i'm not sure what will main event but this should be a hell of a match kashida versus leo rush given a leo's coming off that big junior heavyweight match in noah uh not noah new japan (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry wrong wrong japanese company and kashida for so long was tied to that division yeah this should be like a dream match. I don't think the two have ever had a singles match. No, I don't think they have. And yeah, this is the sort of spot fest that will uh, get high praise over the weekend. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, man. So uh, Genesis, Sakura Genesis is the week after in Japan. Uh, also announced, just looking at the two main matches here. Junior heavyweight match. Hiromu uh, Takahashi will verse Robbie Eagles. Yeah, nice. Robbie. Also Isn't Robbie, Robbie heel now? But we discussed this before because he's the newest member of TMDJ. That's right, yeah. I wonder with these uh, next lot of um, Aussie tours that New Japan and New Japan Tamashi are doing, are they going to lean into what WWF did with the Heart Foundation? TMDK. Heal everywhere else, face in Australia. Good, yeah. No, they have to, though. They have to. Yeah. You're not going to get a bunch of Aussie fans booing Robbie Eagles. It'll never happen. The only way that would happen... Is if he's against another Aussie who is more lovable. (laughs) The only way I could ever see Robbie doing that for just a pure Aussie promotion... Say something's up with Madison Eagles, she comes out, she says she's retiring, and Robbie attacks her and lays her out. 
at a yeah. PWA show. Oh, that is that, probably the only way do that. Everyone to solidify Robbie as a heel in Australia. I want that. <laughs> I want that bad. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe if Madison ever does retire, that might happen, or it might be someone like uh, Cherry Stevens. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Multiverse United, this, of course, being a pay-per-view event, I think it's around $20 or $30 on fight. Are you going to get and watch? Uh, it'll be a, it'll be the sort of situation where I won't, I definitely won't get it to watch it live. Yeah. But if I hear good things coming out of it, yeah, I might go check it out. Um, yeah, the card looks great. I'll give them that. Looks great. That- <laughs> That's the thing with every card this weekend. Everything yeah. looks great. I mean, yeah, every card looks great because everyone's there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so should we jump over to Supercard of Honor and you made mention of uh, something you had to show me? Oh, shit, I did. Where did I... <laughs> I, I fucking... Where did I put my phone? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're live, yeah. pal. Yeah, um... Yeah, hang on. I, I left it outside. I was previously <laughs> recording outside, as you can hear. Um, yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Yeah, so it was announced during the week by Tony Khan that there will be new tag belts and they're going to retire the old design in uh, sort of memory of Jay Briscoe. Yeah. But we weren't expecting that there would be... Uh, a new world title as well. And, oh, so he oh, has gone through and updated the, the title belt. So I haven't seen either, but um, yeah, if you've got them, send them through. Yep. Uh, sent on Messenger, my man. Um, it It's still the silver sort of title plates, which I've mentioned before. I'm not the big, biggest fan, but there's a bit more detail to the belt, so I actually enjoy it. But I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to see a more detailed, like, look at it than that one photo I've seen. Um. Okay, I don't think it's gonna pop up for us. But I'm, I'm just trying to have a quick look online to see if there is a more detailed photo. Oh, you can buy the. The Jay Briscoe, what is it? Southern World Champion belt, whatever he called it. I know the Matt Hardy it's, one's the the icon belt. Yeah, that's a bootleg though. So yeah, that's a that's an eBay bootleg. If it's two millimeters in bucks. Yeah. Nah like I I'd rather people be selling that belt and the proceeds go to Jay Briscoe's family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brand new Ring of Honor World Title Field. Oh, no, that's a old one from Sinclair. Uh, no, there doesn't seem to be an image of it, my dude. At least no, no. The only image I've seen is that um, uh, is that one photo of Claudio, but someone has on Twitter has zoomed in on the side plate and has said yeah. that on the side plate, it features the late great Jay Briscoe hitting a J driller. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. 
I thought they might do that with the, the tag belts if they were ever going to update the side plates. Because in the AEW one, isn't the side plate on the women's the first four women's champs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan today, boo new title. No, okay, title's not there. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't find a, uh, a photo of these new tag team belts. No, yeah. no, there's no no footage, uh, photos of the tag belts have been released yet. But actually, did I like mock up a, a photo of the yeah, ring of you lot did. of belts and send with... it to you? Yes, you did. Uh, with the modern logo, yeah, and you know it's not too far off from what they've done. <laughs> um, yeah, my, I, my problem with I like the... it with the black block lettering and just that thin red outline. I don't like it with the solid red. It doesn't look as nice. I hope they update the um, six-man belts and the television belt as well because... They're both Sinclair logos still, aren't they? Yeah, and the women's belt too. Uh, yep. Because, like, all... Like, the tag belts and the world belt and the pure belt are these silver plates with red lettering. I would like it if all the ring of honor belts were sort of uniform in the like they can be shaped differently and have different designs on it but if they were all all silver with red lettering that'd be cool yeah yeah i agree yeah uh so matches we have um in ascending order we see daniel garcia taking on hiroshi tanahashi fucking hell yeah, Tanahashi's getting all of Will Ospreay's bookings. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's nuts that Garcia is facing Tanahashi. It's so cool. Yeah, they obviously believe a lot in uh, Garcia. Yeah. Hey. yeah, and I expect Tanahashi to win, to be honest. Because okay. I think they're going to use this as sort of a platform for Tanahashi to as fucking weird as it sounds on paper, I expect Tanahashi to challenge for the AEW belt at Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah, because he was supposed to the year before. Well, he did, technically. Yeah. They did the interim tournament, and the final was Tanahashi versus Moxley. But there's just something in me that really wants to say MJF versus Tanahashi, <laughs> mainly because I want to see... I want to hear what MJF has to say about Japanese wrestling. <laughs> At Ring of Honor World Championship, we'll see Claudio Castagnoli, the defending champ, versus Eddie Kingston. New Which champ? Yeah, yeah. I think new champ and Claudio just goes to work in AEW. We sort of uh, pull Blackpool out of um, Ring of Honor. Yes, um, I'm thinking that too. Which makes me think that um, Yuta might actually lose as well. But what if yeah. the, elite, the elite cost Claudio? Oh, yeah, because they're ongoing. It's not the worst thing, but I think for Eddie, I'd want him, if he is going to win, to be able to sort of do it on his own. See... The only way I can see Eddie winning is if the elite cost Claudio. I could see um, the, the elite turning up ringside and getting rid of the other members of Blackpool Combat Club. Maybe Mox makes a surprise appearance. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Mox will be around, I think. Where's where's this taking place? So, in terms of the major shows, uh, the 30th of March, so that is today, is uh, Impact and New Japan. The 31st, so this will be sometime tonight or tomorrow morning, will be Ring of Honor. Uh, Yeah, it'll be overnight our time because it's like 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I know. Same thing for freaking NXT. I can also see an argument for Claudio going over because it feels very obvious that they're building up to blood and guts. Yeah. And maybe they want to protect Claudio going into that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't know. It, just any winning the ROH belt makes so much sense. He's so perfect for it. I agree. Uh, we have a singles match for the AAA Mega Championship that will see El Hero Del Vaquino versus Commander. Oh, boy. Should be good. Uh, Ring of Honor pure wrestling rules match for the pure championship. They'll see Willie Yuta, defending champ, take you on Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah. <laughs> Ring of Honor women's championship match that they'll see Athena versus uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Yep. I think I've said that right. Yes, you have. Good work. Uh, Ring of Honor World Television Championship that'll see Samoa Joe the champ versus Mark Briscoe. I think everyone's in agreement here that it is probably Mark that's going to win. Yeah, it has to be. I still think finish the story. <laughs> I still think Mark should have should be the one beating Claudio, but yeah, sure, give him the TV belt. It doesn't hurt Mark having the TV belt for a while. He has challenged. Fought it before against Joe and never won. His brother's the only one of the two of them to ever get one win against Joe combined. They've only had the one singles win against Joe. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the story's there. The story's there. Uh, Six-man world tag team champs. So, they'll see the Embassy, that's Brian Cage, Khan and Toa with Prince Nana in their corner versus the challengers AR Fox, Blake Christian and Metalik. Interesting. The six-man belts are just sort of there. They're just sort of an opener belt, but I I, I think it stays on the embassy. I saw a report this week saying that Brian Cage is officially done with AEW and ROH, and he is going to drop the belts at Supercard of Honor. (laughs) Well, uh, maybe new champ set. Yeah, it's just such an odd trio though yeah i mean it was the embassy was born eight days before supercard of honor last year and then everything went down with gresham yeah oh man and uh announced uh will be the reach for the sky ladder match for the vacated ring of honor world tag team championship so we'll see the lucha brothers pentel zero meadow and ray phoenix versus top flight Dante and Darius Martin, so two brother teams, versus The Kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, versus Aussie Opens, Mark Davis and Carl Fletcher, versus 
Goblet, Fashion in Goblin Ables, Rouge and Trilistico. I think the kingdom's winning this. Yes. Hang on, I just need to uh, timestamp that so I can have <laughs> it for all eternity. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I enjoy it, but... I can edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, there was a tweet or an interview or something I saw this past week, like Mike Bennett talking about how much Jay Briscoe means to him and all that sort of stuff, and it's like, oh, you kind of have to put it on the kingdom then. And yeah, cons- considering these tag teams, like which ones have the most history with the Briscoes? It is the kingdom. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Ring of Honor, much like Impact and New Japan. I have already purchased this. Will you be buying this and watching, Alex? I think I will, yeah. yeah Probably definitely. not live. Oh, definitely not live. But You're yeah, not staying I'll... up till 3am? What? To... So that'll be like tonight. Uh, hang on. Like... So what? I'll check what time it is. 4 Pacific, so I'll do a quick conversion for you. Uh, go on. Oh, so Friday, March 31st. So that'll be tomorrow. Uh, it'll be tomorrow. Oh, it's not too bad. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Canberra time. Jesus. You watch that over your breakfast instead of SmackDown. Oh, man. Oh, that clashes, doesn't it? I'll, I'll watch it after the fact. Okay. Yeah. Um. From there, do we touch on Hall of Fame, then stand and deliver? Oh, fuck. I'll have to squeeze in Hall of Fame before Supercard of Honor, too. Fuck. What about Spring Break and Effie's Big Gay Brunch and all these other shows? Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Yeah, I'm completely sold on Spring Break, by the way, just because of the match posters they've been putting out. Okay, hang on. Have you you seen them? Uh, Oh, this one. How it's a Californication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. They're like it's inspired by the Chili Peppers "Californication" album cover. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. Why is Macchiato and Nick Gage a tag team? Oh, because yeah, she's done like a few GCW shows, and she's always like, yeah, fangirling over Nick Gage. It's so good. <laughs> okay then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so we'll just touch quickly on the collective then. Uh, of note, oh my gosh, that is super low quality. There we go. Uh, Bloodsport happens, these are American times and dates, by the way. Thursday, 4 p.m., Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Yep. Uh, we have DDT Pro Wrestling as part of the collective this year. Yep. And Thursday night at midnight for the culture. Yep. Uh, Friday, we have at 3 p.m. DDT versus GCW. 8 p.m. Joey Janela's Spring Break 7. Uh, Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And 9 p.m. Gringo Loco's The World on Lucha. Sunday at noon, 
will be the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. Have you heard who's going in the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame this year? Uh, I did, but I forgot. So you're going to have to pull that up for me. As soon as I see it, I'll be like, oh, yeah. No, fucking Mike Modest from Beyond the Mats going in. What? Yeah, do you remember Mike Modest? He was like the shorter, like jacked up blonde dude. In yeah. Beyond the Mat, and he was like the prize student of that wrestling school, and he like worked as like a removalist and stuff like that. And then um, he had his WWF tryout, and Jim Ross said like he's really good, but he's a bit short. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yes, Mike Modest, the fourth inductee in this year's class, also will be inducted. Will be. Christopher Daniels by Kazarian. Yep. Cheerlister, cheerleader Melissa by Prozac. Yep. And Jimmy Jacobs by Shelley. Yeah, perfect. Like, Mike Modest is a former GHC junior heavyweight champion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Like, in that, like, early 2000s, like, Japanese wrestling scene, he was around that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I remember, <laughs> just when you said from beyond the mat, I'm thinking, wait, what? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so there's a quick, quick touch on it. Uh, the Collective and the Indie Hall of Fame. Like, if we run through everything from GCW, we'll be here all day. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame WWE version. <laughs> so, headlining is Rey Mysterio Jr., who will be inducted by Conan. Nice. We have The Great Muda, who will be inducted by Ric Flair. We have, Very good. Uh, for the celebrity wing, Andy Kaufman, who will be inducted by Jerry Lawler. Obviously, yep. Uh, posthumous, posthumous inductee for that one. Uh, and then announced this past week, we have Stacey Keebler. Uh, if she's not inducted by Tori Wilson, I'll be surprised. Was she the one who inducted Tori? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Would, would it be the first time somebody's inducted that person and then had that person induct them? Oh. <laughs> Um, shit. I feel like, oh no, Dusty was inducted by his sons. Um, surely not. Yeah, I'd have to look for the entire thing. I'm not doing that right now, but it's a, yeah. it'd be the only one that straight away comes to mind. And yeah. for the Warrior Award this year, uh, referee Tim White, who is a posthumous inductee. Yeah, fuck it. It's the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Another another referee for the Fugs Bull. Yeah, well, we've got Stacey Keebler and Andy Kaufman additions to the the pool. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Um. Anyone else you think will be announced or you think this will be the class and maybe a few of the legacy wing people? I feel like they're not going to announce anyone else because 
like their next chance to announce anyone would be SmackDown. And SmackDown <laughs> is literally like minutes before the Hall of Fame. So I feel like, yeah, they can't announce anyone else. Yeah. They haven't done the Legacy Wing in like since COVID. So. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's been like their last one was like 2019. Oh no, they did one in 2021. Did they? Yeah. Um, Ray Stevens, Brickhouse Brown, Dr. Death Steve Williams. Dr. Death's in the legacy wing. For shame. Uh, Baron Michael Leone and Gary Hart. Oh fuck. Did I even add Dr. No, Dr. Death is in the pool for Fugs. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Gary Hart should probably get added. He'd be a great um, manager for some monsters. Um, yeah, and they added some as well for 2021. Dick the Bruiser, Pistol, Pez Wheatley. Wheatley, yeah. Buzz Sawyer, Ethel Johnson, Paul Brosh. Paul Brosh, yeah. Oh, okay. But they didn't do one last year. Didn't do any Legacy Wing last year. Maybe they felt going the back-to-back Hall of Fames with two Legacy Wings. They'd give it a rest for one year. Yeah, I hope they bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, we need to, we need a bigger Hall of Fame class. Come on, we need to add more people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem of the mid-2000s. Putting everyone into the Hall of Fame all at once is uh, sort of... It was good because you got a lot of those guys in before they passed away. But at the same time, a lot of those guys who are still alive now could have gone in a few years later and you would have still had a fair few big headliners left. Just saying, Sid is still the only former WWF champion for like 90s back that hasn't been inducted yet. Hmm. Fuck's sake, put Sid in. And one of the only WrestleMania headliners pre-Attitude Era known the Hall of Fame. Yep. Okay. Two matches at WrestleMania, two main events. Hogan and Undertaker. Fucking hell. Come on. Jerry Lawler could never. Actually, what is Sid's winning record at Mania? He had a match against Taker, so that's a loss. Yeah, and actually... Did he? Did Hogan even beat him? Let me just quickly pull it up. I remember it was a fuck finish. <laughs> it was like a DQ or a count out or something. Um, pulling it up now. Hogan beat Sid in the main event of WrestleMania A by disqualification. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So Sid is 0 2 at WrestleMania. <laughs> Perfect record. The streak continues. <laughs> yes. Uh, should we touch on NXT Stand and Deliver that'll happen uh, April 1st at 1pm Eastern? Oh, fuck me. Yeah, let's do it. So, April 2nd here. Uh, that's what I'm just checking to... I'm converting it all to Sydney time. Eastern 
God damn it. You suck, freaking world clock. Uh, like 7 a.m., I think. Yeah. If I'm doing these adjustments live correctly on on the fly. Okay. So uh, what's the go with uh, old Roxanne Perez? What, she's in the ladder match now? I haven't watched her NXT in ages. Didn't she fucking pull out of... Oh, what's going on? She was dead. Yeah. John Michael said she's in the hospital and she's not cleared, so he's doing a ladder match. What the fuck? Makes no sense. Uh, Indy's not winning. That's a shame. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton will win it. I don't know. She must have come back this week on NXT. Yeah. Uh, uh, that makes no sense to me. Uh, I'll see if they've got a um, NXT report up here. Give me a moment, my friend. Let's have a quick look. Um, okay. There's nothing of note that I can find quickly, but... Nah, who gives a fuck anyway? <laughs> Let's be real. So, um, I'll go through in ascending order here. Do you remember who the hosts are for freaking uh, Stand and Deliver? What? There's hosts? Yeah, isn't it um, pretty deadly? Oh, that makes sense. So... An eight-person tag team match, win against control of Chase U. So it'll see Chase U, Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, and Fia Hale with Tyler Bate. No, it's, yeah, not with Tyler Bate and Tyler Bate. Oh. Versus Schism, Joe Gacy, Jagged Reed. (laughs) Such a stupid name. Rip Fowler, the former Zach Gibson. And Ava. Which oh, my God. <laughs> her photo on Wikipedia is just her dad. Yeah, it's just her dad's article. Uh, yeah, I, I don't care about that match. Hopefully, Duke has a good showing. That's about it. Uh, hopefully, they finish up Schism so Grizzled Young Vets can go away for a month and come back as Grizzled Young Vets because... Remember when that was, like, one of the hottest tag teams in all of NXT? Yep. And then, including, like, NXT America, and then they come over and they're like, you're part of Schism now. Here's your new names. Jagger Reed and Rip Fowley. Yeah, fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, Triple threat match for the NXT Tag Team Championship that'll see Gallus... Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, the defending champs against the Creed brothers, Brutus Creed and Julian Creed, with Ivan Nile in their corner, take on the Diageo family, Tony Diageo and Channing Stax Lorenzo. Man, you're struggling today. Uh, it's Julius Creed, it's Ivy Nile, and it's the D'Angelo family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you tell I stayed up till 2am gaming yesterday? Oh, shit. Tough life, tough life. Yeah. Oh, we got a new listener out of it. Oh, good. Good. Hello. Hello, new listener. Hello, Chardonnay Ashtray, if you're listening. Good name. Good name. Is, uh, that, your, so, um, is that your real name? Okay. That's your government <laughs> name? Yeah. Oh, who was it for Footscray? Changed their... No, it was um, Geelong. 
Gary Hocking changed his name legally for like a month to Whiskers as part of a sponsorship deal. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Sparking hell. Gary okay. Hocking. Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah. Hey, fight way match for the NXT North American Championship that will see defending champ Wesley against Dragon Lee, JD McDonough, Ilya Dragunov, and I uh, guess we can't find a fifth, so throw Axiom in there. <laughs> I mean, which are you more excited for? The North American title or the X Division title? I mean, both have a champion that's a rascal member. Fucking hell, yeah, true. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably say the X Division title, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where are we? X Division is Miguel, Clark Connors, Frankie Kazarian, Kevin Knight, Rich Swan, and Rocky Romero. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that'll be better. Yeah, okay, uh, stand and deliver. Mind we- you, everyone in the, that North American title match are fantastic wrestlers. It's just, I just don't care about them. Yeah, I mean, Dragnoff has sort of had the, the wind taken out of his sails since he's come back. Dragon Lee's just yeah. debuting. J.D. McDonough is, eh, especially with what happened in the uh, pandemic. Yeah. And Axiom is just, well, Axiom. Yeah. Uh, women's Tag Team Championship will see Fallon Henley and Kiana James, the defending champs with Briggs and Jensen by ringside, take on Aber Faye and Isla Dawn. Alba Fire. What did I say? Aber Faye. <laughs> I mean... It does look like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, put some respect on Kaylee Ray. Um, hopefully, Kylie Ray. No. Yeah. Kaylee Ray's the smiley one. Nope. Wrong way around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put your mouse over her name again. Kylie Ray. It says K. Oh, okay. Fucking hell, Chris. (laughs) Learn how to read today, brother. Um, (laughs) New chance or? I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. Do Um, something with Alba Fire, because she's a fantastic wrestler. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, NXT Women's Championship match that is no longer for the vacated title, but also a ladder match still. We'll see Roxanne Perez versus Zoe Starks versus JJ Dolan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Leia Valkyrie versus Indy Hartwell. As much as I want to say Indy, this has got to be JJ's time. I think they're going to put the belt on Tiffany Stratton. And that'll be the end of me caring about this women's division. Yep, but I think that's what they're doing. She's the one that's been built the best out of everyone. Built the best or built the most on their TV? Those are two arguable points. Oh, yeah, true, true. She's the one that's had the most build. Yeah. Uh, NXT Championship match, they'll see Braun Breaker versus Camelo Hayes with Trick Williams. Braun's title reign has gone on forever. It is boring as all shit. Camelo needs to win. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And an unsanctioned match, which is probably the only reason why I'm going to go out of my way to watch Stand and Deliver. 
Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller. Grayson. Johnny Takeover. Oh, no, this isn't a takeover. So Johnny Stand and Deliverer. Yeah. Um, it's tough with this one because, like, uh, Grayson's probably going to stay in NXT, I think, at least for a little bit longer. Yeah. And Johnny's going to be in the main roster. Do you put Grayson over? I don't think so. I think the whole this is the whole culmination of Grayson Waller being a despicable prick, and he finally gets his comeuppance properly here. But, you know, bringing someone down from the main roster to beat one of your top guys, is that productive? <laughs> no. No, that's the problem. And the only way this would be productive is if it means that Grayson Waller's getting called up and this is the complete end of Grayson Waller's time in NXT. And he goes away for a couple of months, then shows up on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I just don't see the value in Grayson losing twice to Braun, yeah. then losing and- to Johnny, and he'll be back on TV for most of next month. Yeah, he he either loses and goes away and comes back as a face in NXT, or goes to the main roster, or he beats Johnny. You got to remember can... though, this whole storyline is Grayson versus Sean. If Johnny loses, then Sean looks like an idiot, and Sean's not booking himself to look like an idiot. Ah, oh, so we got basically Stephanie McMahon running the women's division, except it's Sean running the men's division in NXT. Yeah, basically. Oh, because that that was so great for the fans to watch. Yes, yes, we loved that. Stephanie just fucking tearing to shreds every woman and never getting her comeuppance until Vicky Guerrero pushed her in a puddle of pudding. Of all women, it is like the only one that comes to mind is Vicky Guerrero and then Ronda Rousey in that mixed tag. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. And even then, like Triple H... Took more bumps from Ronda than than yeah. Stephanie did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm just reading this quickly. It says uh, that Roxanne collapsed uh, at Roadblock. Blah blah blah. Qualification matches where Zoe Starks and Gigi Dolan qualified, defeating Sol Rooker and Kiana James respectively. The following week, Stratton and Leia Valkyrie qualified. Uh, by defeating Indy Hartwell and Ivan Nile. A last chance match between everyone to determine the last spot where Indy won. Hey, Indy's got a habit of that. Yeah. On the same night, Perez returned, <laughs> stating she had collapsed due to anxiety. Fucking hell. Okay. And that she had been cleared by the doctors to return. She was then added to the ladder match turning it into a into a title defense. I'm sorry, what? Oh, so shit. This this <laughs> Okay. You you know like so I've actually recently like cuz I did watch some of the end of 95 as well. Mm. I've watched the original like Shawn Michaels gets kicked in the head and collapses angle. Yeah. What was great about that 
was that he went away for a couple of months and while he's away, everyone on commentary is like, oh, we hope to hear from the heartbreak kid soon. We know that his head's in a bad place and blah, blah, blah. And then they build up to this big press conference and it's like that. Shawn Michaels is going to talk about the future of his career at this press conference. And he's like, oh, this was actually somewhat problematic. He said, oh, I've had a few concussions. My doctors said that I shouldn't wrestle again. But I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and then he wins the Royal Rumble. But that was great because he actually spent a bit of time away. And they could have done the, done it so that like, oh, Roxanne had to spend some time away. We got a new champion. And then you build up to Roxanne finally coming back and taking on like uh, whatever heel wins the belt. So let's say she came back this week. So she's been gone since the 7th. One week, two weeks. She missed two weeks of TV. Fucking hell. And as somebody who has anxiety and that, that's a pretty fucking low angle to play into. I I mean... She, it has been, like, this is so weird, but it has been sort of mentioned as part of her character. Yeah, like, but the fact Sean played that much into they're going to hospital, she's staying in hospital, I'm stripping her of the title because this is so serious. Oh, hey, I'm back, guys. <laughs> yeah, no buys for me. Uh, do we talk? I agree. I agree. <laughs> Do we talk about WrestleMania Goes Hollywood? All right. Talk about it. Okay. Uh, apparently, um, Jason Milano is going to face Captain America. What? What? <laughs> you know, Aquaman facing Captain America. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, most of the card nights have been filled now. So um, let's go through night one. Singles match for the United States title. We'll see Austin Fury, the champ, versus John Cena. Uh, are we going to do predictions for this? Because this is sort of the, the biggest show of the weekend. Yeah, I think we should do predictions for this one. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say John Cena. Oh, wow. I'm going to say theory. Okay. Singles uh, match. Be because, come on, the only time they were actually in the same building as each other, fucking John Cena basically buried theory. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Also yeah, theory. John Cena's had one appearance in the build-up to this, by the way. <laughs> uh, singles match of Seth frickin' Rollins versus Logan Paul, not presented by prime drink that we now both have <laughs> uh you... hold up hold hold up let's let's talk about logan paul and ksi present fucking watered down cough medicine fucking gross bruh <laughs> i don't know i've got mine sitting there to try as soon as the match starts oh, even if oh, I'm here's, here's, the, here's the problem too you got the blue one. Oh, yeah. that was the sweetest fucking one out of the lot Jesus. So I've tried three different flavors now. I yeah. went to fucking Woolies yesterday and found 
uh, one of the orange ones. So I I bought two oranges. I've had I bought two of the blue ones. I yep. drank one of the blue ones, <laughs> and it took me about four days to drink the whole <laughs> bottle. Um, I've had and I had one of the red, white, and blue ice pop flavored ones, which yeah. tasted like cherry for some reason. But sure, um, the the ice pop one wasn't bad. The orange one tastes like really strong, like. I don't know if you ever had, like, Tang back in the day. <laughs> yes, I was poor and had Tang. Yeah, yeah, I used to love that shit when I was a kid. Like, drink it, like, warm. Like, with boiling water <laughs> from the kettle. It, it dilutes it quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You're not supposed yeah. to use boiling water like jelly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mum would have that so yeah that's what the orange one tastes like the the blue one fucking i was like oh it says blue raspberry <laughs> so is this gonna taste kind of like red powerade no it tastes like blue powerade i'm a fucking idiot i should have bought the red one when it was still there but now i can't fucking find the red one because i hate blue drinks to begin with and this one was super sweet <laughs> um uh. and yeah oh. So if anyone can hook me up with the red or the lemon lime prime, let me know because those are the two flavors available in Australia I haven't been able to get yet. Which one did you need? Lemon lime. There's some on the shelf at my local Woolies. Yeah, the the green one and the yeah. red one. Yeah, there's some of them too. Oh, you fucking bastard! All they had left at our Woolies was one there was like 12 orange ones yesterday and that's it the trick is you go in during school time <laughs> that way all the little pricks don't bite dude so i went in to woolies last friday i think that's when i messaged you that i got them yeah and I just did some normal grocery shopping and I always just walk down the soft drink aisle to see if it's there. And it wasn't. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I went and jumped back in the car and I saw some little kid running out of Woolies with a couple of bottles of Prime. I was like, yeah. what? What? I missed it. These fucking, these fuckers at Woolies couldn't even be asked stacking the shelves with it. Like... I don't know what your Woolies layout is like, but the one here, you walk through the thing, you get in there, and then to the left, there's, like, pallets of, like, slabs of Coke. Yep. And then right in the very, like, left corner that no one fucking goes into, there was a pallet of Prime. And it was just, like, they hadn't even properly removed the wrapping yet. <laughs> It was just like slightly cut open and and the bottles hadn't even been removed from the boxes. People, just a bunch of fucking, there was like 20 kids, like teenagers all just in there grabbing as much as they could. Yeah. I could have sworn there was like a five drink limit on these things, but people were walking out with bloody baskets full of them. Yeah. yeah. It, it was chaos just trying to get the three bottles I grabbed. And I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll grab three bottles. I can justify spending 
under $15 for three drinks. I can't justify spending close to 20 for four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty pricey. Like 450 come on. Yeah. And, and they don't even put them in their little fridges at Woolies, so you can't even drink it straight away. I know. How rude. Yeah. Come on, there's oh. plenty of room there. You don't need fucking 30, like... 12 rows for different coats. Come on. Yeah, who's drinking that much coke? Uh, anyhow, um, <laughs> prediction, I'm going to say Seth. I'm going to say Seth too. There was also a report that came out that Logan Paul's... Actually, no, it wasn't a report. It was Logan Paul on his podcast saying that his contract <laughs> with WWE expires after, after WrestleMania. Yeah, he's made his money. Well, the guy, the guy should come out and like have a custom entrance, and it's like instead of uh, Randy Orton's pyro that he had like during his Legend Killer phase, it's a shower of prime, and he does his pose in front of it. Oh yeah, then like what? There'll be probably seventy, eighty thousand people there, so at least forty thousand children trying to jump the barricade to steal bottles of prime. Jesus no, no, Christ. I'm just. I'm just talking like they open like a, a valve or something and it all rains from the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the little kids are still going to try to get them all. Uh, uh, they're they're going to, little kids are going to have little buckets trying to catch all the prime. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, women's six woman tag team matches will see Trish Stratus, Leader, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Hmm. I, I mean, this match is interesting in the sense of, like, who would have thought that this was where we were going with damage control for WrestleMania? Not me. It, um, if you had told me, who are you going to put these three women against in a trios match at, was it SummerSlam they arrived? Yeah. yeah I'd have no idea. <laughs> I mean, at Elimination Chamber, there was no sign of leader. No. <laughs> no, this has all happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sure, put Becky and Leader and Trish over in this. I'm thinking damage control gets the win. Yeah, you do either way. But I think... Give a win to the young blood over the legends. So this is my theory. Yeah. Uh, Becky, Trish, and Leader are going to win this. Then the damage control have no reason to say that, like, oh, I want we want to match for the tag belts again. Yeah. And then the the tag team that I think will win the women's showcase match, which we will talk about, will beat Becky and Leader for the titles. Okay. That also. Um, yes. Yeah, get damage control out of that women's tag division because they've what held the title three times since coming together at SummerSlam, I think, or two or three. Yeah. Early prediction, by the way, AO Sky wins women's money in the bank. Could see it. Um, yeah. AO versus Oscar. Come on. Men's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match. That'll see Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Versus the Street Profits, versus Alpha Academy, 
versus the Viking Raiders. So a heel team has to win this. Viking Raiders? Viking Raiders have to win this. Yeah. Um, I just see this as a a good way of setting up your next challenger for the tag belt. And I don't think the Usos are winning. <laughs> no. Well, we'll get there in a moment. Uh, singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship that will see Charlotte Flair, the defending champion, who's boring as all hell, versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think it's no surprise what the two Aussies are going to say here. Rhea. Does this main event... Out of the three matches here that could main event, Charlotte, Rhea, the Usos versus KO and Sammy, or Dominic versus Ray, Father versus Son, uh, I, I mean, would put the tag match to main event. So would I. That's the one that makes the most sense. But the reports have been floating around that Rhea and Charlotte are main eventing. Yeah, and Rhea, this is, go on. And this is the only time where I'm like, oh, fuck, it's cool that an Aussie's going to main event WrestleMania. Never been done before. But it, it shouldn't be then. It just shouldn't be. The story is ice cold. We've seen Charlotte versus Rhea, I think, twice at a WrestleMania. Once. They, once. Okay, once. And they had that long feud over the NXT title. Yeah. Well, they wrestled I, once at WrestleMania and it literally drew no no fans in the crowd. Come on now. I could swear they've done another WrestleMania after the Raw title. Nah. Okay, I'm having a quick look. Um, so you'd yeah. have to check 37, then check 38. I know 38 last year was Charlotte and Ronda. Yeah. Because that happened just after Cody and Seth <laughs> sucked in. Um, Pop going break. 37. Well, I remember Sasha and Bianca, but I don't remember the Raw Women's Belt. Yeah, that headline night one. Mm. Night two. Rhea and Asuka over the Raw Championship. Yeah, that makes sense. Then what's 36? Is 36 Pandemic? Yeah, 36 was Charlotte and Rhea for the NXT belt. Okay. But they've had a feud over the Raw belt. Yeah, that was during the summer, I think. Okay. But, yeah, um, Rhea wins. This shouldn't main event. It's not the hottest storyline going in. No. If if you were going to main event, you're either going to main event with one of these two next matches. So... Tag team match for the undisputed tag team championship. The Uzos, Jimmy and Jay, the champs versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, it's got to be KO and Sami for me. It's got to be. It has to be. The only way it isn't is if there's some fucking huge fucking swerve storyline thing that'll blow everyone's pants off. But there's nothing you can do. Give people the happy ending. Come on now. Mmm, dissension. Or this could possibly main event if uh, on SmackDown they played out as Ray's retirement match, and that is Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. At the moment, it's a singles match. It's not for Ray's mask. It's not. Uh, 
I saw an interview with Ray this week where he said he wants to wrestle until he's 50. He's 48. Okay. Well, then, yeah. If if this isn't for Ray's mask, if this isn't um, Ray's retirement, I wouldn't have this main event, and I'd have the tag match main event night one. And because it's not for those things, there is a possibility Ray wins this. I think Dominic wins. Yes. Uh, Like, I can't say Ray not wanting to put his son over at WrestleMania, obviously. Yeah. But but if there is no stakes attached to Ray, it makes storyline sense for Ray to finally, you know, shut his son up. Also true. Okay, so night two, uh, we'll talk the main event last. So uh, the next match here is Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, defending against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat. Yep. uh, Sheamus, for me. uh, I predict that uh, Drew and Sheamus take Gunther out on the outside, maybe through an announce table, maybe through a barricade, something like that. Yeah. And then... Sheamus pins Drew for the IC belt. And Sheamus becomes Grand Slam champ. Sheamus becomes Grand Slam champ. And I predict that this might be Dark Horse for match of the weekend for the WWE, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really... Well, there's a little bit that stands out, but... Like, Ray and Dominic could be a Dark Horse for Show Stealer. Um, Usos, KO, Zane, that could bring it hard. Uh, Theory and Cena could bring it. Just depends, like, how protective Cena's going to be of himself, you know, like, I don't want to get myself too hurt because of Hollywood. Um, yeah, uh, Rhea and Charlotte could be all right. Like, there's a lot of matches that could be really good. Like, Logan and Seth, come on, that's going to be a high spot extravaganza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next on night two will be Edge versus the Demon Finn Bella in a Hell in a Cell match. Why the Demon? And, uh, well, the, the Edge called out the Demon. <laughs> He's like, oh, bring your demon and I'll be the devil or some shit. Okay, we're being spooky. Uh, I did see a rumour that Gangrel has been contacted for this. This would be fine if If Edge hadn't... If it's just the entrance. Hmm. This would be fine if Edge hadn't done the brood entrance on his own a few months ago as well. He's done it like two or three times already. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... just the feud against the Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, he's, he did it at one SummerSlam as well against someone, I can't remember. But, um, yeah, he's done it a few times, so, yeah, whatevs. Uh, the only way that it'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, is if they actually have contacted Gangrel and Gangrel comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Gangrel and Michael Hayes, the new brood. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, you can't get Christian, and you can't get the Hardys. I mean, fucking TK, let let Edge have Christian. (laughs) Please. (laughs) What's Christian doing at the moment anyway? He just got murdered by Jungle Boy. 
Yeah, also true. Yeah. Who cares? Bring in Christian. Um, Wait, Christian is supposed to be Edge's brother? Yeah. <laughs> that that was the gimmick at first. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was the whole thing. It was like, oh, two, bro- two brother tag teams, Hardys versus Edge and Christian. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Vince looked at him and they go, wow, they got, both got blonde hair and they're, they're kind of skinny. Oh, and they're Canadian. Oh, they're brothers. Um, I forgot that Gangrel worked AEW last year. Yeah, he showed up in like... He, he showed up a few times. There was like a broken Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara fucking deletion match that he showed up in too. Um. Yeah, for me, I don't know. Have Finn win. I don't really care either way, to be honest. Ed yeah. Retiring. The Judgment Day is not disbanding. There's nothing really on the line, and this has gone on forever. Yeah. I I think the... See, the story says Edge wins, but the yes. logic says Finn wins. Because... Somehow this story's dragged on for so long and Finn hasn't had any significant victories. Like, yeah, he did beat Edge in an I Quit match. But what has he done since? Nothing. Fucking nothing. Uh, Yeah. Women's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. We'll see Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus the team of Natalia and Shotzi versus the team of Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So those two are pairing, unlike mm. what I suggested on last week's wrap. Versus the team of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Hey, remember these people are employed? Yes. Um, so Ronda and Shayna have to win this. They're the only real team in this. Yeah. And then Ronda and Shayna have to beat Becky and Lita. Yes. Yeah, and then Ronda and Shayna, as fucking weird as this sounds, could theoretically be the women's tag division's version of the ultimate, are the Road Warriors, of the Road Warriors. I thought you were going to say the two-man power trip. No, they could be that too. But they could be, like, the women's Road Warriors in terms of just, like, they just go in, they fucking... Beat the shit out of people and the matches are quick. That yep. those two as women's tag champs, I would probably be into. It's something of Ronda to do. I mean, she's probably getting paid a shitload and she's done fuck all. Since that first year? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so they might as well do something with her and like I can see Ronda's ego being like, ugh, the tag belt. But but she would actually give some legitimacy to that belt. Yeah, and then having a long reign on someone would actually make sense in that division. She can go through and beat the crap out of everyone. She doesn't need to wrestle every week. You mm. can give her a Brock schedule. Yep. So you just watch <laughs> Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville are going to win this. <laughs> and I'm just going to punch too much sense. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm all down for I I'm down for Chelsea to win anything. Um Chelsea is talented as hell, I'll give her that. Even as the hot mess, Laurel Van Ness, 
yeah. that had its moments. Mm. Karen Chelsea Green does not. The problem is with her gimmicks, they all have a short shelf life. I guess you could have said that about Broski before he reinvented <laughs> himself on the Indies to what he is now. No, no, you you couldn't guess to have said that about Broski. It did have a short shelf life. It, <laughs> there's no way... Only him could have got as much legs out of Zack Ryder as he did. Only he could have. When but, to be, was... but to be fair, yeah. you look at some of the greatest gimmicks of all time, on paper, could have been a short shelf life. The Undertaker. <laughs> like, on paper, giving it to anyone else, that's maybe six months to a year, get a feud out of Hogan, and then it's gone. Imagine if they get who played Bastion Booger. Uh, it was a wrestler called Mark Shaw. He was a Canadian fella. Okay, so imagine for a moment him and Vader are coming to the WWF at the same time. Okay, and they've already done what they did um, with um, oh, who was it they gave somebody that gimmick to, and then they had to change. I can't remember. What gimmick? Oh, they gave somebody like a gimmick similar to someone in another company and then they had to change it. Uh, that's happened a few times. Yeah. So basically they gave Bastion Booger like a Vader like gimmick. And instead mm. of the duct tape, it's like leather straps around his body. And then Vader comes in and they're like, well, I've already got this guy who does pretty much all your stuff. You're going to be Bastion Booger. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, what an alternative timeline. Yeah. Um, Raw Women's Championship, as we get through the last few matches here, we'll see Bianca Belair defending against Asuka. New champion. Bianca's been champ for, what, a year at this point? Yeah, a year. Um... Do you remember who the previous champ was? Fuck me. Who who did she beat? Becky. Big time Bex. It was the was big it? time Bex thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, and she had that Marvel ripoff entrance with the flicking pages and it was different pictures of her. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, credit to Bianca. Like, not enough people. Like, everyone's talking about long title reigns with Roman. Mm. And hers has sort of got overshadowed uh, with that. Well, so, it's it's even, like, drastically overshadowed by the Usos. <laughs> yeah, that too. And so, credit to her, long title reign. Didn't think we'd see three at the same time in the same company. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Especially a company that, in my teenage years, was hot potatoing a lot of their titles, especially well, the women's titles. Like, The Rock's longest title reign came in 2013. <laughs> Is that when he defeated Punk? Yeah. Still bitter about that. Yeah, same, same. Uh, um, But, yeah, I think Asuka gets the win here. It freshens up the Raw women's division. And Bianca's had a, a done a hell of a job holding this division for the past year. At points, I thought she was going to drop it to Bailey especially when Damage Control first came back, and she didn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think now's the right time. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, match number six listed here, and then we've only got the main event of uh, night two to talk about. Brock Lesnar versus Omos with MVP in his corner. I mean, do we get a screwed finish here early on in the card and have um, Hurt Business all run in and help MVP and Omos because Bobby's doing nothing? I, I mean... Yeah, you might as well have Omos win this, right? What, clean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I reckon I reckon Brock Lesnar should be in the putting people over phase of his career now. I would have said that about 10 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now we're at the point where, like, what else can Brock do? Yeah. Like, True. there's nothing left. There's nothing left. Like, theoretically, like, the only option left is maybe a heel turn and feuding with Cody after Mania at some point. But I I don't think I don't think that's happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Brock wins, but only because I'm thinking Hurt Business all run in and get involved somehow. Mm. Um. Look at this Mania card, and you have people like Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley and, like, champions who, like, um, main eventers, sorry, who aren't on this show. I'm just trying to think who's not injured. Besides, like, Randy's technically injured. I still got his back injury, yeah. Rumor is that he's ready to come back at any moment, but... And th- there was even a report out there that he might show up at WrestleMania. But uh, I don't know. Um, well, I guess there is room for on both of these nights for, like, we need an angle or a segment or, like, a big surprise thing, like last year when Vince randomly wrestled or Stone Cold showing up or whatever. We need something like that. The Rock shows up. <laughs> That's why I've said all along The Rock will show up but he won't wrestle Oh man People will be pissed about that How can you be pissed For something that's not advertised And you get a surprise Oh Because people had their hopes set On Rock versus Roman Personally I don't think The Rock ever needs to wrestle again And he's cut, He's kind of old now He's yeah. kind of old. Like, I don't think we need to see him wrestle again. I'm fine if his last ever match is against Eric Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, main event of Night 2, your main event of WrestleMania 39 in the shadows of Hollywood will be Roman Reigns, your undisputed WWE Universal Champion versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, finish the story? It has to be, right? It has to be Cody. Fuck me, like, oh, the Twitter fucking meltdowns that would happen if Cody doesn't win. Well, that's another thing. Twitter's pretty much dying, like Elon said. Oh, starting next month, you'll only be able to see verified in your for you when we're changing the way the feed works and stuff. So, yeah, Twitter's dying anyway. 
Yeah. But it happens. Yeah, no, it has to be Cody. It has to be. I'm going to pick Rhodes Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God. Uh, What day is Roman up to? It'll be 900 and something, I guess. Uh, 943 and that's today so about 946-ish yeah which isn't too bad what was the longest before that Uh, Brock just having a look Kevin Owens 188 Brock, oh, Brock. Yeah, Brock, 504. Fuck! Brock, Brock. 504! Yeah. Uh, yeah let's he defended see. it like twice. <laughs> Defeated Goldberg at Mania 33, lost to Roman, SummerSlam 2018. Oh, yeah, and then Roman yeah. vacated a few months later because he's um, with Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see how big the budget is for Cody's pyro. I'm excited to see if we do get a guest appearance from Brandy Rhodes or Pharaoh. Give us Pharaoh for fuck's sake. Have you brought this limited edition Cody Rhodes shirt? Which one was that? The one of him holding a flag? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks like the... um... WrestleMania 7 Hulk Hogan poster? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, so there's like... You can buy Cody socks. Yeah, I was seeing that. I was like, oh, do I get it? Because like... Because <laughs> I was like, I, I wear like quirky socks when I bowl. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, do I get a pair of fucking Cody socks for bowling? Because, like, all of his other shit, like, if I wear it, I look like a racist. Ah, yeah, the American flag in it. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, American nightmare. Like, oh, I hate... The WrestleMania one isn't too bad. Yeah, it's... uh, I'm not big into wearing that sort of colour scheme. Um, Like, that's good, but it just looks... Like, very patriotic. Yeah. But but Pharaoh's on it, so that's cool. Um, what else, theoretically, could I wear for bowling? Uh, Cody board like, shorts? Yeah, but it's just big letters. American Nightmare. Right across the arse. Or the crotch. I'm not sure which way is which. I think that's the crotch. <laughs> yeah. What about an American Nightmare sweater? Oh... That looks very Captain America, the star on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really a lot of merch that doesn't play into America with Cody. Yeah. Maybe that's why, like, he did that. Like, his merch is such a good seller because patriotism, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not for me. Um, yeah, I think Cody wins. I think he finishes the story. 
did you see photos of his uh, weightlifting belt? For yeah, I did. I did. I was looking for World Series wrestling on there, but I couldn't see it. Oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't see AEW on there either, so I guess no. the way he took the photo, a few of them were hidden. No, but it, he did say the independent promotions. Would you class AEW as an indie? It is. But ROH was on there, and technically that's not that wasn't an indie when he wrestled for him. New Japan was on there. Yeah, there you go. New Japan. Did it say New Japan, or did it say NJPW? Because uh-huh. technically that could be New Jersey Pro Wrestling, which is a promotion I know he wrestled in. I'll see if I can find it. Um, weightlifting belt. Oh, man. You got to be excited when Cody wins? I'm probably going to lose my shit. It's just something I never thought I would see. And like I said, like, He's been my guy since the get-go because I was such a Dusty Rhodes mark when I was younger, and then he debuts as... Believe it or not, Cody Rhodes is Dusty Rhodes' son. So um, I don't know if they've ever mentioned that, but yeah. (laughs) Um, So when he debuted, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this will be my guy. Because you always want to pick a guy that's like, oh, he's nowhere near ready yet, but you want to be able to be... One of those people that'd be like, oh, yeah, I picked him since he was a rookie. And Cody's been my guy. And, you know, and then Drew McIntyre was Warwick's. And then Drew McIntyre got the WWE title. I'm like, well, Cody's in AEW. Oh, that's right. He can't ever win a world title there. So, fuck. So, yeah, it'd be nice that Cody gets that belt now, too. And, you know, Cody... Cody Rhodes main eventing WrestleMania in front of however many thousand people winning the title. Drew McIntyre main evented WrestleMania in front of how many people? One. <laughs> Maybe a cameraman, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so I'm looking at this weightlifting belt before we sign off. I noticed Evolve, PWG, uh, WCPW, Impact Wrestling. Um... Smash Wrestling, which is in Canada. Um, or Ring of Honor, which is just ROH on here. Uh, there's NJPW, Defy Wrestling. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a few different ones on here, but I don't see a glimpse of like AEW or anything like that. I don't see a GCW. Right. But yeah. Um, um, other big things. If you want to go on Twitter and look at a account called at WrestleFigNews, because it's the yearly WrestleMania uh, figure reveals. So go look at their account. I'll tell you. Just scroll down a bit. The gobbledygooker, first ever figure. <laughs> it's in a two-pack with Taker. Yep. Um, it's got the egg and everything. 
if you go out and keep scrolling down, there's some other fucking. Uh, there's the Cody with the bruise. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, cowbell. Made, yeah, the cowbell. There's a Shawn Michaels. That's from Rumble '97. There's Bret Hart from WrestleMania Eight. But just keep scrolling, keep scrolling. The, they'll eventually have. Yeah, because there's a big playset that got announced. Uh, there's a King Harley race. Who would have thought in 2023? Uh, um, there was a big playset announced. Yeah, the WC No, you haven't Andre. seen it yet. There's an Andre. Like, yeah, there's so many cool ones that they've shown this year. Yeah, that Macho Man me. from WrestleMania Seven. <laughs> Orton in his hoodie. Yeah, that Brett looks amazing. Uh, there's a Logan Paul. That there's Cody from Mania last year. Uh, they're the basic ones. They're they're kind of meh. Um, I think I went the, past the set. No, you haven't. Oh yeah. yeah, now you have. Scroll up a little. All right, now click on these photos. <laughs> DDP. Scott yep. Steiner. Yep. Yep. The Warrior. Renegade. Yeah, Warrior from his WCW Nitro debut. Ray Mysterio uh, Jr. Yep, uh, Hogan from WCW. Uh, okay. See that this isn't just a set of the figures. You get the figures, all five figures, and that stage. Uh, looks like Alex is making an investment into uh, Fugs. It only cost uh, 400 American dollars. Uh, do I still have a tab open? Give me a sec. What'd you say? You... 400. Okay, I think that's a bit. 595, so 600 bucks. Plus probably, post. Probably another 120 postage. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but trust me, if anyone gets it, do not open that fucker. Or if you are going to get it, get two. One so you can open. To save up people. And then keep one closed that you can sell in like two years' time and you'll make like two grand off it easy. It is fucking insane. Oh, it and all it, lights up and everything. It all lights up. It's fucking mental, man. And the first ever WWE produced Big Papa Pump got Steiner figure. And actually, if you notice on his biceps how fucking huge they are, that's the first... This is such a nerdy thing for me to know. But they've never produced biceps like that for any action figure. They've specifically moulded Scott Steiner biceps for this figure. Because <laughs> um, most of the time they just reuse the same parts for different people. And the DDP looks so good too. Young DDP. Yeah, it looks amazing. Bang. Bang. <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, so good. 
Uh, all come, all the figures come with multiple heads and hands for posing and like accessories and shit. Uh, apparently, like Scott Steiner comes with the WCW US belt. Ray will come with the cruiserweight belt. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. It's crazy the shit that they're doing now. Um, that they Nitro... made eleven thousand signatures. Yeah, yeah, so it's. Yeah, so it's sort of like a crowdfunded thing. So they need to be able to sell. So they, if they sell eleven thousand, you get all of those figures to come with the stage. Which they did a similar thing with the new generation stage. Yeah. And they got all. They got the maximum. Oh, they got the required amount to get all the extra figures. So if. Actually, if you can type in your Google thing, like WWE Mattel New Generation stage or something like that. Yeah, there you go. New Generation Ring. Yeah. So that's what it came with. It came with a fucking to scale giant ass ring. Yeah. Um, if you go into images, there should be like the figures that it came with as well, because it came with some cool ass shit. It came with a doink. Doink. It came bra. with doink bra, making kids cry, bra. Well, I thought that was uh, a photo. <laughs> uh, it happens. Um, there was, yeah, the diesel it came with. There was also a commentator Macho Man that came with as well, which was sweet. Like, yeah, and that whole stage like lit up. And now, if you wanted to find that anywhere, yeah. that'll cost you thousands to find it because it's that was like over a year ago. Well, look at the detail I put in the ring. Yeah, you lift up the mat, and there's the boards and everything. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. Yeah, so it was like, there was like a one-week period where if you ordered it, it came with like a Macho Man. Yeah. Uh, i gotta, I got to find the fit, picture of the Macho Man Ultimate New Generation. Because that was cool too. Um, this one? Yeah. Yeah, and it also came with like a... Um, announce table and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. so cool oh man and technically technically too yeah that outfit you remove the headset that's the outfit he wore for wrestlemania 10 in his infamous match against crush crush bruh crush bruh <laughs> but you get doink and macho man so yeah. the the uh, Crush's first two WrestleMania singles opponents, back to back, WrestleMania Nine and WrestleMania Ten. Um, <laughs> now all you need is Crush to go along with it. Yeah. Oh man, I I would actually pop huge for a Crush figure. Uh, so all these like like when you get the box, the wrestlers are all packed in their own boxes as well. Yeah. So. Inside the box, everything is also boxed up as well. It's not just yeah. all thrown in. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like each thing has is individually packed. So the stage will be one box, the ring will be another box. Which kind of like, yeah, if you got one of those, you could like sell them each individually for huge money and make so much. Um, yeah, and like the ring came with like multiple aprons as well. So you could have like a in your house set or just yeah. like the WrestleMania one or the classic new generation one. Um, yeah, so it's it's unreal. It's unreal what they're doing these days. <laughs> yeah, so originally it was like, oh, there's no way they're going to get 8,000 backers. And everyone was like, yeah, there's no way people will do it. And then they did it. So now this new one, it's 11,000 backers. They got 8,495 backers the last campaign. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot more people out there who appreciate Nitro more than they do WWF. As yeah. weird as that is to sound. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, to be fair, too, that's like a stage from the least watched years of WWF. Yeah. Like, that is the lean years of WWF. The leanest of the lean. Yeah, and then they're doing a Nitro stage. That is the peak of WCW. Yeah. All yeah, right, so I, fu- I fully expect next year, WrestleMania, big Attitude Era, Roar's War stage, calling it now. Oh, um, fuck, that did so well. It would be huge. It, it would actually, like, yeah, literally be huge. <laughs> did you run this by the uh, the Minister for Finance if uh, you're uh, allowed to get a copy? Oh, Early dude. birthday gift? Oh, I'm working on it. Working on it, brother. <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing is, like, I can't just buy one. <laughs> like I said, I, I would need to buy two. I'm picking up extra shifts, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Oh, I'll start bloody... Yeah, all right, I'll start menu log driving, I'll start, I'll fucking sell myself on a street corner for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell self for wrestling fix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so with that being said, uh, welcome to Good Humans Find You and uh, hear more of your takes on classic WCW. Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. You find us at Wrestle Ozstyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstyle, and you can find Chris at. Uh, I'm Chris Funder, or you can come watch me game at least once a week on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Chris Funder. You can go back listen to the Wrestling Ozstyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Good Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and using the RSS feed. Found the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say for today, and we'll speak to you next time.
By the way, Chris, there's yeah. a video floating around on Twitter that proves that Limp Biscuits My Way can make any match seem important. There's one of the feud of Omos versus Brock Lesnar, and it's set to My Way. And it is so fucking good. I was like watching it, and I was like, I'm fucking keen for this match now. Now you see why I used My Way for our 200th spectacular. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it it works for everything. Uh, wrestling but, fans are just like, hear My Way, and then you're just like, yeah, this yeah. time it's going to be dun, dun. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fuck it up. Ha- happy Mania, everyone. 